Let's let's get it. What's good, everybody? It's your boy Young Buck. This is the EBS podcast. I'm here with the crew. Oh shit! I'm supposed to say names, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not so easy. <laughs> oh shit! I just thought I'm looking at somebody, so I'm thinking, oh, he's still looking. Yo, we can't see you. You don't have your webcam on. We just talked about this. I guess I go first. Oh. It's your boy, hey, Mike. Uh, what's good, everybody? OG. <laughs> ah, thank you, thank you, thank you. Good afternoon, everyone. Hector Great. What's good, people? And we got a special guest, EMB. How are you? Good, good. How are you? Doing well, we're doing well. Thanks for being on today. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. I was really pretty flattered when I got the message that I was, you know, invited to be part of the show today. So thank you. Wait, wait did, were you invited or did you request? No, I requested like a couple months ago and got like the shutdown. And they were oh. like, nah, these are the rules. You got to follow this. And I was like, okay, all right. And then I got a message in my inbox and they were like, you know, we're wondering if you'd like to join us. And I'm like, I made it. I was <laughs> Well, they do me the same way. So don't worry about it. Oh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm about to say, for the record, that did not get back to us. <laughs> oh, what, oh, really? You didn't know? No, we knew. We had a process. <laughs> okay. yeah, I'm messing with you. We, we got a process. <laughs> Blame the assistant. Appreciate <laughs> it. I appreciate it. Thank on you. That, on that note, shout out to our social media. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah, it's our birthday yeah. today, actually. Happy it birthday. Is. Shout out. Happy shout birthday. Out. Okay. Hey, Mike. Yeah, so I guess um, before we get started, um, I was I was listening to another podcast the other day, and, and I actually saw on social media as well. <laughs> and so I wanted to, to pose the question to you guys, because I don't know if you guys know, but Funk Master Flex decided <laughs> he was going to have liposurgery and then post it on uh, Instagram. Oh, so, uh, you know, of course, as men, you know, they were they were cracking jokes on him. But, you know, men can do that as well. So I asked you guys, you know, would you guys if given the opportunity, would you guys go forward and have lipo? Would you do it? You know, shave a couple pounds off your waist. OG? <laughs> oh, because I'm the fattest one, you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're uh, the... <laughs> hell no, you know, I, I, no. It, it's just, I'm not going through all that pain. I feel like when people get liposuction, it doesn't always accompany, or it doesn't force you to accompany it with lifestyle changes so you often gain back the same weight you just got lipoed off i'd much rather do it the hard way go to the gym change my eating habits and get make that lifestyle change to keep it off yeah that makes sense like the great i mean besides the fact that i don't have too much of a tolerance for pain i you know I, I'm, I'm a big fan of all natural so that's a no for me dog yeah, I'm guessing, and Young Buck, I'm guessing it's a no for you too. No, I'm, I'm never going to need lipo. You know why? Because I have a body like Hercules crafted by God himself. But if they had if they had height lipo, would you get it? You damn right I don't get that shit. Height lipo. I'm catching rebounds in the NBA. Uh, yeah. Yo, I, I want to add to that though, that I'm not judging him for doing it. I just, no. Not for me. Right, right. You know, if if he wants to take fat from other places and put it in other places, that's cool too. Wait, wait that's wait, not what wait, liposuction wait, wait, is. Wait. No, I you fuck that all up. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying no, if he wants intentionally. Exactly. Thank do, you. Thank do, you. Do men do that? Like, where would you? I'm a uh, heterosexual man. Where would I take it from? And where hey, would man. I put it? Your calf? Listen, Your calves? I don't know. Yeah, definitely. I got, I got big you ass want, calves. You want Yo, fatty calves? Yeah, right. Who that's a thing. They wouldn't look like muscle. 
I think they'd be if anybody would do it, they would want, they would want a fatty booty. <laughs> no, hey, uh, on to the, uh, we're done. On to the next <laughs> I want to ask EMB um, if you're a man, your husband decided mm-hmm. they wanted to have life. Well, how would you feel about that? Um, I, I would be concerned at first because I'd want to know what would be that response. You know, aside from wanting to do the work or maybe look at a lifestyle change, it would make me think about um, you know were there other things going on? Was it indicative of something deeper? I think maybe right, perhaps. Right. Yeah, that would be because I mean that's just not how he rolls, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, now, now flip that. Okay. For a woman, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on it when women do it? Um, you know what? I'm not bothered by it because <laughs> I, I, I get it. I see it. I mean, I understand there's a lot of pressure to look good uh-huh, and you got to do what you got to do. I mean, I agree with OG, like it's a lifestyle change because sometimes you don't, if you don't change your lifestyle and you keep like doing whatever, it's going to come back and it's going to be a waste of money. So I like look for the long way game and have good results. But if you want to get lipo and that's going to make you happy, then do what you have to do. I can't really knock it. Yeah, I mean, I guess that makes sense. You know, um, sometimes we we do things to make ourselves feel worthy. And for some people, lipo might be, you know, heading in that direction. But I will say sometimes it's not fair that, you know, women can do these things and men get judged for <laughs> attempting to do those things as well. Saw that coming. As if there isn't the other way around for us so many times. Please tell us. Right? I mean, there are so many things that like women do that like, if we do it, it's like, oh my gosh. But if a man does it, it's uh, not a big deal. I can think about one thing. Got it. No, I don't. What, what's the thing? <laughs> Probably uh, being promiscuous. I'm about to say, yes. this is actually a wonderful transition into our first topic, right? Yeah, go for because, it. Because um, speaking of, so Jasmine Sullivan was doing an interview, I believe with uh, Charlemagne the God. Uh-huh. And so they got on topic of um, of just like sex, you know, and, and sex for for why people have like a lot of sex, why do men do it? Why do some women do it? And so she was, she kind of, Jasmine Sullivan brought up a point about sleeping with men, women sleeping with men, a lot of men to feel worthy. Mm-hmm. as kind of like an ego thing. And and to that to that point, Charlemagne kind of reiterated it and said, even men do that, right? Because men have can have fragile egos. And mm-hmm. so you do that to kind of boost your ego. Mm-hmm. So how, how, what do y'all think about that? Yeah, I, I guess for me, you know, um, obviously you always, at least in my experience, I've always heard about how, you know, sometimes women do stuff to to fill a sense of worthiness. But when Charlemagne brought up the other perspective, I was like, damn, that, that that's true as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if it's really spoken about, but yeah, men will buy fancy cars, you know, to feel worthy. Some men are in the gym. Some men will grow their beards and will never cut them because they want to feel worthy. You know what I mean? Some men wear fittings. <laughs> so it's like, there's a lot of things that we do as well that is not really talked about. So uh, I, I thought it was definitely interesting that Charlemagne brought that perspective as well from the, for, from the man's point of view. I do too. I mean, I really never thought about it like that. I think when I like heard that and I was listening to it, like it hit me deep because I was thinking to myself, like going to an all girls high school and just thinking about the conversations that we used to have about trying to get boys, then like going to college and like trying to keep them there is so much pressure to like do whatever it takes to like get somebody good and like keep them interested. And especially if like, you're not like an anomaly and there's a bunch of you and like, there's only like one really good one. You really, really, really like make a point to figure out like what it is that you can do. And unfortunately so many women like go to like having sex and it's like kind of a power thing. It's like, 
what can I do to have that control, like get that attention, it keeps them coming back. But like what they don't understand is like that worthiness is like on a different level. Like it's not on like the respect level that I think they're looking for, but they feel it that way because they're getting the attention. So when I like heard Charlemagne say like, oh, guys do it because of their own insecurities. I was like, really? I mean, I as, as you roll your eyes. Oh, I can I can 100% agree with that. Um, speaking from experience, you know, I didn't you don't even really I personally didn't see it until I was on the other side of it. And I could kind of reflect on my actions. But it's 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 an ego thing. You know what I mean? Like, when you get out of when when something happens to you that kind of destroys your ego or your confidence, you you do things to boost that. Right. And and for men, a big ego booster is, is sleeping with women, you know, like men, men get around each other and talk about, oh, how many women have you slept with or how many experiences have you had? And, you know, so you I feel like you you do that in an attempt to kind of boost your ego that was that was deflated or that was destroyed or, you know, things like that. So I, I, that definitely happened to me. And, and let's not forget that sometimes women look at you sideways if you're not experienced sexually as well, if you haven't had a lot of partners. So there's that as well. For those of you who can't see us, EMB is shaking her head and has a nervous smile on her face <laughs> as if he just said something profound. Please expound on that. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. I hate to say it, you know, but I can be honest. Like, it does cause a little bit of like panic because it makes me think like, hey, why are you inexperienced? <laughs> um, I honestly, I have a personal situation, you know, like where that happened. And like, I was like, um, you know, like, can I tell it? Like, is that okay? Is that cool? If you want to phone you, we're dying to hear it. I was like dating this guy, you know, I had come out of a relationship and, you know, I was like, it was a, it was a long one that I thought was probably going to be longer than it ended up being. And so I got into another relationship, not, you know, soon after or too soon after, I should say. And when it came time for that, like experience that, you know, I, I naturally was just like, you know, when was the last time you had been with someone? It was like 10 years. What? Wow. <laughs> how old? How old was he? Wow. Uh, was he a pastor? Well, I was in like late 20s. So, so you know, yeah. He, like he was 20s. late 20s? Okay. Yeah, I was like late 20s when this happened and he was too. And I was, I was like 10 years. And so then I, when I said that to myself, like in my head, I was like, but then I didn't ask, I asked when was I having sex with a girl? Mm. And so mm. when they said 10 years, then that made me think, you know, that's a really long time, I think, typically for what I used to. And then there were other things that followed thereafter that definitely made me question. And it was that lack of experience. So it, and you know, long and short, it didn't turn out well. Um, <laughs> we didn't end up together because there were just questions that couldn't be answered. And I just, I hope that that person has, you know, been able to identify with themselves and, you know, really be who they are because oh, it was okay. hard. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. You I mean, come on. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I did, but I didn't, I didn't want to speculate and right. she was not saying it. So, <laughs> okay. And, you know, I just, I, that's it, it, that, that was what ended up happening. So I think because of that experience, when that happens, naturally my mind and so many of my other girlfriends minds go to like well what's up with that you know well no that makes sense i guess i've never thought about it from that uh, angle yeah mm -hmm. well mm -hmm. i will say this uh um a hoe is a hoe regardless of gender now okay. I, I will I say i disagree <laughs> i will say that um the term is relative Thank because you. what's a hoe to me might not be a like if i slept with a hundred women, then 
and and I don't consider myself a hoe, then everybody under a hundred women or a hundred partners is can't be a hoe by definition, right? So well, well, like, well by definition to me, it depends if they pay you. Because if they did pay oh, you, okay. you're a hoe. Okay, let's let's change it to a whore. <laughs> Same uh, thing. Whatever there are there are there are, but and in the term that I'm using it, um it when dudes tell me they've slept with a lot of women, oh well, you're a hoe. It's cool it, it, for you uh, if that's what you like, but I don't. I don't want women to to hear that term and think oh, only women. Now, socially, I, I understand what you're saying about it being accepted, but understand that at least this member of the EBS podcast will call a male a hoe if he's hoeing. <laughs> it just is what Absolutely. it is. Let me tell you something. If you slept with a hundred women, you ain't a hoe. You Santa Claus, my guy. <laughs> but that's that's yeah. a lot of bodies. It is. Well, it is. He's hmm. down. I mean, I don't know. I don't call anybody a hoe. But taking it back to the Jazz, Jasmine Sullivan com- conversation, like it, it's very perplexing to me because you know, listening to EMB talk about how you know going to all girls high school and all they were doing, all they were was you know, uh, just f- focused on guys. And the crazy part to me is like that's how men are too. Like mm-hmm. ma- males are always hundred, a thousand, maybe two million percent focused on women so it's just so crazy to me to hear that women literally feel that way and go through that and I think majority of it is you know based on what's being portrayed right and you know on in the media period there's nowhere else there's no even comma right in the the media that that really does you know affect uh affect women but you know Guys are always constantly, constantly chasing women. And I thought, I always think that women know that they're the prize, but. No. (laughs) Man, you know what? I got a lot to say about that, but. The prize. I mean, you make it hard to figure out sometimes. I mean, like for real, like. We do? (laughs) That's that's because y'all like. like, For real. I mean, you just, you play too, trying to keep it cool, trying not to act too eager, waiting too long to respond. But why do you think men do that though? Well, I I, I think these are ideas or, or practices that men do because has been cultivated by women because of the idea, Mm. for example, of, because you mentioned waiting to call. If you call a woman too early, supposedly you're too pressed. So she don't want you because you're too pressed. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I, I, I think the issue is that men, we people treat every situation like they're all the same right same, yeah. and they're and they're all okay. different experiences right so the whole not calling you or playing those games you know that guy probably learned it from like a previous situation or or whatever and you know found out it was super effective because when the girl did him like that he went from i don't even care about this girl to oh my god why would she text why would she call me what's going on and he probably embodied that and say you know what I'm going to try that next time and see how that works out for me. And it's just like this perpetual cycle. And it's like, what came first, right? And we never know. And we just end up in this fucked up situation where we're all just playing games with each other until we finally settle down, I guess. That's very true. That's very Wait. true. It's always a game. Always. Wake up, Kings. We're, we're a prize, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. I mean, I, I think at the end of the day, what I'm hearing is both men and women go through the same thing, essentially. Mm-hmm. And it's always a thing where, you know, we, we think one side is not going through it, but in reality, they are, you know what I mean? Both men and women here are trying to feel, trying to figure out a way to feel worthy enough. And, you know, sometimes we do things not necessarily 
worthy. <laughs> to feel worthy, but that you know that's how it goes. And sometimes it's being worthy by the person you want to feel worthy by. You know what that's I'm saying? So because true. that that woman so that, that feels like because yo, there's for every guy that doesn't want you, there are about twenty guys that want you. And apparently for every yeah, but they're woman not the that ones you want. You, <laughs> well, and but that's see, why. And, and that that you, I feel like one thing we're missing out of this conversation is people, regardless of the sex, need to understand Absolutely. their worth. Right. And yeah. understand like you are at a, a certain point in in society. Right. And and you have to understand it like you, you have it like it's terrible to say, but you have a worth. You know what I mean? You have to understand it's your worth and it's not zero. You know what I mean? Like you, you, you have a job, you have a place where you live, you have an income. That's a worthy thing. And you know what I mean? You should want somebody, in my opinion, on equal terms or, or higher. Right. What is what is the word? Hypergamy. People should yeah, should aspire yeah, to yeah. be hypergamous. Right. And I, I think this is actually a wonderful seg uh, uh, segment of the conversation because it, it kind of delves into the next topic uh, on the list, because um, this is from uh, Kevin Samuels. I'm not sure if, if people are familiar with who Kevin Samuel is. He's a very prominent. They call him a life coach, but um, he he's known to many in the quote unquote red pill community as the the godfather of the red pill community, but just somebody who kind of preaches of people, men and women, but specifically men knowing their worth and uh, knowing how to operate within themselves, but also operating with the other sex. So to this topic, he was, uh, he was, he, he does frequently on his shows where he'll, he'll evaluate women. And so a caller called into his show and, you know, kind of asked him, what did he, what did he think like of her and things like that? And he kind of just, I don't want to say ripped her a new one, but he went he went in on her and then essentially kind of said that uh, men are, are sorry. He said that women are not worthy is not worthy to be a wife because she had two kids as a girlfriend. So that's what he ended up saying after ripping her a new one based on how she looked, based on like her financial circumstances. He said she's not worthy of being someone's wife mm -hmm. because she has two kids. She had well, two kids from someone else. Wasn't it that he ripped her a new one based on her expectations? Yes. Well, uh, somewhat, somewhat. So just to give more context to it, you're right. She did. So like she calls herself a six. She said she was a five uh, when she got out of bed, but a six when she put herself together. And so, like, to that point, she said that. But in my opinion, he definitely took it a step further. And if anybody's familiar with who Kevin Samuel is, that's 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 how he does. He he always is going in on, on people, specifically his women callers. Like, I'll be honest with you. And he's just going in, kind of pointing out their flaws. But he does it to kind of show people their worth. Like, you, you asking for a 10 out of 10 man and you only a 6 out of 10 or a 5 out of 10. So the, a little more context to that. <laughs> He, while he did tell her what he viewed her worth is, and I guess what the fair market value for her would be. Um, it's wild. Um, he, he touched on a lot of things that she was choosing to ignore, but the specification for her was that she wanted a, a dude of a certain status. She wanted a man who's making six figures, who's, who's got this status, this sort of a, an elitist status, um, and, and she, in his opinion, uh, wasn't physically attractive enough for that guy. And so he explained to her why uh, at her age, with the amount of kids that she's got, with um, what she looks like, how she presents herself. Um, <laughs> Even trying to explain it, this that sounds brutal. Like, like it, it, Doesn't that sound it, awful, right? It, it, yeah. it really does, but um, I think 
I think it lends itself to conversations that we don't often want to have where the, no, no different than, than a, a women expecting certain things of a man. So this woman's expecting certain things. And as a, um, a man who's in the category of what she's looking for. A high value man. That's what he calls okay, it. A high value man. He's explaining to her what her value is based off appearance. He, he tells her that even though she's making six figures, that's not important to him because that's not his money. We, they, we, as men and women, we kind of look at the financials a little differently. Uh, in his opinion, what she came, what she's bringing to the table is her physical appearance. She's got multiple kids or she's got a, a child that's like 13. Yeah, 13 so year old boy. Old enough. Um, and he says, well, to his credit, she admitted uh, that she's a five when she wakes up and when she gets done up, she's a six. So he goes, he goes with that, but I think he believes she was a six at best anyway. So <laughs> that was, that was his presentation of it. Wow. But I think the other part too, that was interesting about that piece was him saying when he was like, you know, now you're going to go back out older, you know, with yeah. your kids. Yes. And it was just like that part, like hit home too. Like I know a lot of people who are willing to have kids in relationships with the hope that that will like solidify something or secure a ring down mm. the road. And then like you find yourself, you know, five, six, seven, even 10 years later, and that still hasn't happened. And then if you do have to put yourself back out there, what does that say to a single man who is looking for someone to like settle down with? Like, are you really that like marketable and you know but then i you know like can you go back out and be like yeah i was with this dude for 10 years i had two kids with them he never like wiped me up and now i'm ready to like find somebody that will do that i can kind of understand why some men would be like a little bit taken aback and be cautious because yeah. it may make you think about like who what are your values as a woman and like what will that add to like this relationship and, and that kind of goes back to that whole concept of people knowing their worth but you know it's kind of hard to know your worth because you know, here she is, so many years down the line, and her she she views her worth a certain way. But you know, people tend to forget that our worth starts getting defined at a very early age, mm. right? So at that age, when our worth starts getting defined, we don't know shit. You know what I'm saying? But we're allowing people to to define our worth, right? We're allowing influences to define our worth. Media, the people around us, peer pressure, whatever the case is. We're allowing that to define our worth. And it's almost like, you know, having a startup company try to go public immediately. Your worth is going to be trashed. You know what I'm saying? Versus waiting a little bit longer and then, you know, reaching a certain initial public offering where they have a higher amount of money. So it, it's it's hard. I feel like people just have to, like, let go of the past sometimes. You know what I'm saying? And, like, just reassess themselves because... You know, I, I, I am the type of guy that, you know, if you if you do have a child, you know, your your value to me diminishes significantly, right? It does. And it does. It does. If you have a child, I'm a single man, you're a single woman with a child, you're a single mom. I don't want to deal with that because to to OG's point, you're bringing things to the table that to me, I feel are more of a liability than, you know. An asset an asset right so it's like you're bringing a child okay the child got to be taken care of before i was even ready to even be ready to take care of a child you're prop probably bringing baby daddy drama right maybe maybe Max. not maybe maybe not maybe right not. but yeah but you know it's just 
or and you know if it's not if, if it's no drama then it's in the back of my mind like well there's no drama hmm. are they still cool are they still right like, right right That's are they still point. are they still you know having sex like it's just too much to deal with and i think so that i was with you on that until that last part that might just no. be you no, like, no, like, are they what still having se- oh. that, that's what i'm saying though okay, for me okay. i was talking about myself right my bad, and my i'm bad. not i'm not the only one in this yeah like how many Certainly stories have you heard about baby mamas having still sleeping with their baby their baby fathers no that's real you know yeah, i mean it's a thing they got a child together there is exactly. a connection there they're around forever and you know if you're like a selfish person where you want your woman to yourself and nobody else you're not going to get that with a single mom Ah, so yeah. You don't. So there. Yeah. So somebody can't can't have a child with somebody, but but only only interact with the person they had that child with because of the child. Like it, it can't be anything further than, or it can't be anything. Why does it have to be something more than that? You well, know what they, I mean? Like why they, does they, it have to be that there there's more? It's just they're interacting with each other because of the child. It doesn't have to be, but the fact that they're interacting with each other because of the child, that's not me having her to myself hundred percent. At some point in time. This dude is going to come around, or they're going to have to take pictures together, or they're going to have to do X, Y, or Z. At some point in time, my hundred percent gets chipped into either by the guy or by a child that's not mine. And I mean, it does see, take a, okay, 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 okay. It does take a special kind of person, right? And I'm just Absolutely. not it. I'll be honest. I'm just not Absolutely. it because I, I did try it once, and it just was, ugh. and I was like, yo, I'm good, right? I mean, it was it wasn't the worst that happened, but in my mind, I was like. or just too much not really drama just too much to deal with this there are over there are billions of women in the world right and a good amount of them are single with no kids i can go there (laughs) i feel that but i mean bring it so bringing it back to the topic i don't think that uh this particular woman or even like single moms or single dads in general don't have any value in the dating world oh no i i personally just think that like uh, Ike the Great was saying, you need to reevaluate yourself and understand mm-hmm. where you Absolutely. are. But yeah. also, like, you can't you can't have like five kids and then want the top ten percentile of of man. Like, let's be real. Like, even looking at like money, right? Because because most of the time, right, it's it's always there's a number, right? So even six figures, right? We were just talking about this today in the group chat. Like, six figures is like in the twentieth, if not tenth percentile of like <laughs> income in this country. You know what I mean? So you have to be like, you have to understand, do you do you invite that, right? Are you, are you somebody who can sit at a table where he, your your husband is in the is in the 10th or the 20th percentile of this country is a quote unquote elitist. You know what I mean? And and I just think maybe you should adjust your standards whether you are a man or a woman, adjust your standards. Instead of looking for a 610 $700,000 making uh man, why don't you he look made for another... sure he put that height in there, right? Oh my god. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, why don't you look for like why don't you look for somebody who makes um you know, he's still six figures, you know, or close to six figures, maybe is also a, a, a single father, you know what I mean? A, a, a divorcee, whatever you want to call it, but just somebody who's closer to what your worth, right? For lack of a better term, closer to your worth. Yeah. I, I mean, this whole thing is, it just sounds unfortunate because how are we, you know, who are we to tell people, <laughs> you know, who they should to look to as far as dating, you know what I mean? Like, which, what We're you're saying makes sense, right? But essentially, it's kind of like you know, I, I want to choose the person I want to be with. Like, if Absolutely. I want somebody that's a hundred that makes a hundred thousand yes. dollars, and I got ten kids, you should. That's you should what I want. Yeah, exactly. but then understand when you don't get that, don't complain about it because right. now like, somebody's letting niggas you know, ain't shit. Ain't no good man left. 
they're letting you know the reason why you're not getting this is because of these attributes. And you can choose to ignore it and say, fuck it, I'm going to go for it anyways. Or you can accept it and still say, you know what? I understand that, but I'm still going to go for and, it. And, and I'm going to level up in other that you areas. Can get that. I know someone who, um, you know, their parents was that type of situation. The mom yeah. had two kids already and the father came in like a, a, a great man that he is. And, and, you know, they got married and had another child. So like, it, it does exist. It can happen. Hey, hey, Mike, it's you know, possible for anybody to make it to the NBA. The percentage, however... No, it's not hold possible. On, no, let me finish. The percentage of chances, however, dwindles based on a whole bunch of different fucking factors. Right, right, right. So you, a ball in a dream, my nigga. You can keep wishing and hoping and praying and, you know, having your sights set for that. But, hey, somebody's going to come and tell you, buddy, you're five foot three. You can't dribble. Is that how tall you, you are? You're five shoot. foot three? No, I'm not no, no, five no, no, foot no, three. No, no. Don't put that on me. Nobody <laughs> here is five three. Hey, Muggsy Bogues was short, though. He yeah, was, no, no. and he was so, great. He's well, outlier. Well, so I was, that's why I said you're, I was adding to it, right? You're five yeah. foot three. So five foot three, you're, you're five. All right. You can't dribble. You got two kids. You can't shoot. Okay, we got <laughs> it. <laughs> we got it. You said he's in a wheelchair. We got it. <laughs> no, but I, I do want to. I do want to point out something about the video, and it, it may have been the way that it was recorded, and you know, maybe based off of trying to push a certain agenda in the title and clickbait or whatever. But the only specification that she puts out for the man she's looking for is that he's makes six figures and that's that's all they mention what else is it it it, it you know you, there's a slew of people that make six figures but maybe shit for people or or maybe great people maybe this guy makes ninety six thousand or ninety nine thousand, but he's an amazing guy does that mean he's disqualified just because he doesn't make six figures there, there was never a specification about the yeah. guy, it was only about how much he makes. What about hey, potential hey. to make six figures? Well, 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 a lot of well, a lot of women do invest in potential. Uh, a yeah. lot of women get tired of investing it's the wrong potential. thing to do. <laughs> Is it? Well, we can talk about that. It's well, the wrong well, thing to do. Trust well, me. What? It's the wrong thing to do. Please elaborate. tell us why. Because potential never turns out to what you want it to be. And I, that's happened one too many times. It but just is, has. Isn't that what potential is? Yeah, but the potential doesn't happen. And so you've got to be okay <laughs> when that potential so, doesn't happen. But is it your is, expectation or is it the I mean, actual? Well, here's the thing, because like, I, so I guess maybe the educator in me, you know, I develop kids. So like I bring them along. So like ultimately they get to where I want them to be because that's like what I'm supposed to do. Right. But you know, I, I I had to like stop transferring that into my personal life because mm. like it doesn't apply to men. So you, you were trying to, to save men. Uh, <laughs> hey, to save oh. No, for real. Uh, when I really look back at the history of my relationships, they were all saved. EMB, EMB, EMB. I, I got a, I got a newsflash for you. It has zero to do with the fact that you are an educator, and all to do with the fact that you have an XX. <laughs> that's some real shit. Like that's women, sexist, but that's some real shit. No, because because in my experience, women by nature, right? Yeah. My experience are are nurturers, right? Yeah. Uh, I've seen many of times and plenty of times women take on what you know some of them define as projects. You know what I'm saying? It's like, 
oh, he has potential. Let's see what I can do with it because, you know, he has this one quality that I really like, which is usually the the the, the street side or the fact that they're rough around it. Look at you getting excited. You're like, yeah, yeah, or, I like or, the hood. Or, or, or the fact that they're rough around the edges and you're like, you know what? I'm going to take him from the, from the streets to the boardroom. The percentage of doing that is like making the NBA. Okay? Legit, it's, like for it's, real, it's like smaller than that. And he's still in the basement at his mom's house. Like, no, you know what you, I mean? So like, but, we're, that's literally how it happened. But you also have to, you got to understand in that situation that the potential, the potential only matters uh, if if they see it. And and yeah. what, what you see their potential to be may not be what their actual potential to be is you see them as potentially a good father or a good provider or a good whatever. And this person may see their potential maybe for to make money and go become the biggest gigolo out there because now he's got other options. I, I, it just, it really depends on the person, but men yeah. do that with women as well. I don't, I don't want you to think it's one-sided. No, really? that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's, it's, yes, in what way? Is. In what way? Because I feel like you see potential, do you have time? and if you don't get it, you're it's a wrap for you. <laughs> do, 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 do you have time? Yeah, I mean, I'm dying. I Yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna. I, my, I've had experiences with with women who bring to the table uh, the, the if if men brought the equivalent of what they're bringing to the table, you would say he's not worth it or he's a he's he's a project or he has potential and they never never it never materializes they never go any further than that or even in in certain behaviors they have potential to be what you want them to be uh maybe she has a potential to help you make this house a home or maybe she has the potential to uh hold you down and, and help help steer you through making that six figures or, or growing yeah, your business together, maybe, but, but her mentality might not be where yours is. If, if you're a person who says, all right, we got to get some money. I'm going to go do all the overtime. And she's at home saying, Oh my gosh, why are you never at home with me? It, that's, that's, that potential is not met there. And she's, she's comfortable where she's at, but you don't want to stay in that one bedroom apartment. It, that is, we do the same thing. It just looks a little different than the way y'all do it. Okay, I can respect that. I can respect that. I think the best advice I ever got on this topic from a woman was you ha I can't I can't force you to be who I want you to be. I have to allow you to grow into who you need to be. And that's I, I feel like that's that's real. Like I've because I've had I've had I've been the quote unquote project for a woman before, right? And then when I asked stupidly what the expectation was, <laughs> I was just like, yo, trigger, trigger. It's not even a trigger, but I was just like, yo, I don't even think God Himself could come down and be the man you're looking for, sis. I don't, I don't know what that's not you. true, but okay, <laughs> that made you feel better. No, it's the <laughs> trigger, it's trigger, true. No, it's the, but because I, I will admit I have I have shortcomings, but I also have to admit that like literally. <laughs> You see what I deal with? This this is the shit I deal with. All this is getting cut out. I'm sorry, now I know why your camera's off. <laughs> oh. So so the listeners actually never knew that until uh, now. Hey, she's gonna fit in just fine right here. Oh Absolutely. my god. No, but like I, what I, I guess what I'm getting at is a lot of times people will see where they want you to be, but your path and where you grow is completely different. Like somebody might might want you to, I don't know, be a a, a millionaire businessman, but you want to your path is to grow and be a, a, a mechanic. farmer, you know, or a farmer. Right. But that's what that's what brings you joy. That's what makes you happy. That's what that's what you're best at. You know what I mean? And you could be seen as 
a letdown to a project because you're not materializing into this this uh, businessman that she saw or this businesswoman that he saw, but you're being the farmer that you're supposed to be. And then they be mad at you. Right, and, like and, it's my fault. And you know, I think in that scenario, like it may be best if the person then compliments rather than trying to, you know, mm -hmm. poke holes and complicate. Like for example, I want to be a farmer, that's all I want to be. But you think, oh, you have the potential to be, you know, a billionaire. Okay, can I be a billionaire as a farmer? How yeah. about you help me get that, right? Yeah. That's what yeah. you want, yeah. right? You see that potential in me, you do the work. <laughs> I'll do this work over here and you do the work on the other front. Like it's a mm -hmm. partnership at the end of the day, right? Yep. And if nobody's willing to actually partner in a partnership, it's just not going to go far. I mean, me personally, I believe everybody's a potential until you get past that moment. I mean, you know what I mean? Like we get in relationships all the time, not really knowing where it's going to go, you know, how things are going to turn out. Yeah. And until they do turn out, it's just a potential. There are some basic things you should be involved. <laughs> yeah, well, if those basic things aren't being met, then you've got to reconsider. You are right for that, depending on where your baseline is. But right, right. Since, I, I, since since we're growing, evolving people, you'll always have be. potential, right? You you should once you get to the next level or you reach that potential, shouldn't your potential then? move you uh do you be, have potential to be the next level at, if you're continuing to grow but now, what is when is enough enough that's, that, a well, that, that's a question for the the potentially and the potential -er. <laughs> 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 like what is enough enough because like that's damn true. i just glowed up into this business man this businessman now you want me to glow up into a senior manager what next you want me to own the company and then the world yeah. like no i can i can tell you uh when you'll find enough quicker if y'all get off of social media that's true <laughs> that's so true that's so true that's so true word. That is yeah. very true. Social media will kill all your dreams. That's a fact. But really but, well. Because it'll but, have you on there thinking you're getting inspired. And then in reality, you're in a rabbit hole wondering what you're doing with your life. And so, like, <laughs> oh, you know, you got to really work on that. Yeah, don't don't give it too much power at the end of the day. <laughs> I think that's Social media is the devil. Honestly speaking, I think that's a really good topic for like another, like like for for us to focus on another time is just like the the negative implications of of social media and just like the stigma of it, you know what I mean? But moving on, I think um, this is the point in the pod uh, that we, we highlight our guest, uh, EMB, and we ask you, you know, this is the guest spotlight. Do you have any questions for the for the crew? Anything you would like to ask us? I do, I do, I do have my questions. So my first question, since you do talk a lot about women and relationships <laughs> and things like that, and I, you know, I try to get some advice here. I wanna hear from each of you. So the question I have is, what is one thing that you look for in a partner that is a non-negotiable that you have to have? Like, does it matter? Like, it has to be something that they have. Hmm. <laughs> Who wants to go first, guys? Oh, shit. I, I'll go first. This is a good question, I, by the way. Uh, thank you. <laughs> communication, I think, is, is, is important. Um, just based off of my experience, I, I think communication helps a, a relationship last. And, um, you know, I, I've learned over time that with communication, you can you can solve a lot of issues. You know what I mean. And so, someone that's able to communicate with you back and forth is is, is a must. And I, and I'll put it out there. I wasn't always the greatest communicator, so that's why that's something for me that I need to have. Just you know. All right. Thank you. Oh, please. That's such a grown up response. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I mean, I could I could have went another direction, but I mean, you can. <laughs> no, because that, that's that's a response that of haven't gone through the fire right right, right, right. <laughs> and haven't gone through the fire you know that that's something that's important um 
you know, it's so funny because when uh, for me, like I always had like a list. Um, of, you did, of course. Guys, of don't course, I, I had I had a list of requirements. Um, uh, but you know, did, go ahead. Did it Did it start where she has to be tall? Six feet uh, taller. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, it, it, it started with it, it started with you know attractiveness to me, right? Okay. I have to I have to think they're attractive, right? They have to have all the physical qualities, be it you know the the, the facial features or your or their body, like they have to be attractive to me. But that's not even like that's not a you know going along the lines of of a uh, uh, a must have of a must have, right? It's like deal breaker. Like for me, a deal breaker is. And always has been like, you know, can you be, can you be loyal? Can you, uh, can you be faithful? Not loyal, but faithful. You know what I'm saying? Like to me, uh, unfaithfulness is a deal breaker for me. And, you know, going through marriage counseling, that was something that we talked about. And like, we were both on the same level that, yeah, no, that's, that's like, yeah, no, I don't, 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 don't do that. So, (laughs) yeah. Thanks. OG. Um, this is a loaded question. Uh, I feel like I, I don't think I can narrow it down to one thing, but I definitely can tell you that uh, as as a thirty mid thirties, my deal breakers are far different than what they were <laughs> <laughs> when I was like. So, so I'm I'm single, right? So Hi. for me, looking for a a potential mate, um, if she says she doesn't she doesn't want to have children, or she doesn't want to have children for the next. Uh, 15 years <laughs> you got to get out of here I think nobody I'm not getting ready to be 50 trying to have a baby but yeah. especially not my first one um so you know wanting to have kids but it's it's a lot of things like I I mean I need I need communication is important um loyalty is is also important but I, I think if I could use one term I think I would say uh, uh invested because people who are invested in the growth of something will communicate, they will be loyal, they will be, if, if that's their, obviously, if those are the, their morals in that situation, uh, they'll, they'll do the things that are needed for that relationship to flourish, uh, even if they're hard, even if it's not your strong point, like communication wasn't a Mike's strong point, he worked on it, at least he's at a point now where he's communicating well enough with his wife. At least I uh, think so. Well, <laughs> yeah, um, so the, like those things are, it, it's, it's hard to narrow it down to one thing. That's a good answer, though. I appreciate it. I'm dying to hear what you're going to say, Young Buck. (laughs) Well, being the youngest and um, being somebody who hasn't actually, like, quote, unquote, been through the the fire of a relationship. um, Oh, yes, you have. uh, I guess that's true. uh, (laughs) I guess that's that's true. (laughs) Blazing Inferno. (laughs) You you went through the final level of hell, bro. What are you talking about? Fuck y'all. Yo, you Dante. You are Dante. like Spawn. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> no, uh, honestly, I think what uh, OG said kind of resume- resonates with me the best or the most, um, you know, just somebody who's invested, because in my opinion, also, um, the other things will fall in line. But I think where I am now, because of what I've, I have experienced, one thing that I feel like is a non-negotiable to me is giving me the, the space to be myself, right, to be my own man, right? 
so a lot of times you'll find that people kind of like we were just talking about people having these expectations of you, whether it be because they have a vision of what, what you should be or because they have male figures in their life that they think you should you should uh, try to be like. Right. And so they'll a, a lot of times I find that people try to kind of force not force you, but guide you to become like those men. And mm-hmm. if that's not who I am, it's going to be very detrimental to me as a whole. So I find a non-negotiable is somebody who doesn't give me the space to be my own man. Right. And in that same breath, give me the space to lead. Like, if you're going to ask me to lead our family, our relationship, our lives, let me lead. Like, don't don't ask me to lead us. And then at every at every decision, you're, you're fighting me or at every decision, you're second guessing me. Like, if, if you're going to ask me to lead us, let me lead us and then have the confidence that I'm leading us in the right direction. Okay. All right. Awesome. So you guys ready to give the non-political answer? <laughs> I mean, I, 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 so nice. I, 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 I will I say that. that in my in my single life, man, the non-negotiables were a tad bit different, a lot different, man. A whole lot you know, different. Like, you know, right? Wanted to be married. Like, oh, like? My, my girl listens to this conversation. Listen, nah, hell no. Listen. <laughs> Like I said, single life, right? I mean, when you get married, you just have to deal with whatever. Like, it's, it's like if you're looking at it like it's final, whatever comes with it, comes with it, right? But like before, like if if she got on my nerves, you got to go, right? right. Like, and there was sometimes where if if you, you no, know, it would never even got started if you like wore weaves, like you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like weaves, yeah, wigs, back, weaves. and that was back then because. Nowadays it's like the it's like the style it's in. I don't even I don't even give a. It's fuck still anymore. wrong. You know yeah. what I'm saying, <laughs> but but yeah. So back then, like yeah, if you did that, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm good, right? Okay. Uh, if you oh grammar grammar grammar. If you yeah text it, yeah like, oh, yeah yeah. <laughs> like I used to have people just text and like sometimes in all caps. All caps. I was getting ready to the, say all the, caps. The, yeah. the caps were changing. That's the worst. That's sometimes. The worst. It was like incorrect grammar, and I'm such a grammar Nazi. And I was just like, ah, it's communication. Like, I can't, like, this makes my skin crawl. So, enunciation. Like, oh, okay. no. Okay. Oh, okay. I, let me tell you something. I would never date and or marry any of, this, any of them city girls. <laughs> never in my fucking life. Yo, yo, let's, let's clarify. Period. I I'm not going to date or marry anybody that listens to the city girls. Oh. <laughs> Why not? Why? No, There's no. some good ones out there. Period. Like you just said, period. <laughs> Are y'all familiar with Ypsilanti? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Y'all plenty. plenty? No, plenty. No, that's why. That that right there is why. Okay, okay. All right. That's fair. That's fair. All right. So can I ask another question? Go for Please, it. Please go okay. for it. So this is a this is a good one. And I went back and forth on whether or not I should ask it, but I'm do I'm going to ask it. Okay. So is it possible? <laughs> Is it possible to turn a side piece into your wife, like for real? Let me stop you right there. <laughs> but the yeah. reason I asked this question is because I like this is a real situation for people that I know. Right. Well, I, I guess I can start. In in my experience, I haven't seen too many stories where the side piece does become like the main, but I, I it does exist. I, I've seen it on. Um, I think like once or twice. Actually, my, my wife knows someone who she, the, the wife left her husband for the side piece and they got married and oh. they had kids and they were and they're happy. They're happy. Really? Yeah. But in most cases, when men put women as side pieces, that's exactly where they're going to stay. You know? Yeah. 
even for years. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah you, I, what? You, years you almost, makes it worse. <laughs> I know, I know, but I'm, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. And then the reason I asked that question is like, when you get married, you think like everybody's like in this like committed situation or the hope and you see how it transpires. You go to the wedding, you maybe know them. But I feel like after like this pandemic really started, I thought like I got to know a little bit more about the people that like I'm around and like their own personal situations. Mm -hmm. And things really aren't what you expect them to be. And things yeah. that I would have never like thought would be an issue or would be like a situation have become situations. Mm -hmm. So like, and to hear like long more than I thought maybe. And so to hear like the conversations that I have when there's real thought about whether this will come to like reality it made me think like is this something that people are really thinking and is this other person thinking the same way yeah i mean i would say for me i would say in a in a relationship not marriage it's absolutely possible for the side piece to turn into uh the main chick right but that side chick needs to understand that just like he did the main you are in you know at risk of the same thing being done to you like that's yeah. just a fact right uh in marriage it's, it's a little different because we've heard the situation over and over about men saying, yeah, I'm gonna leave her, I'm yeah, gonna leave her, and they never leave that. her, and they <laughs> never leave. Yep. He lying, sis. But you gotta understand the person that you are dealing with at that point, because it's a lot that's going to come with a divorce, right? Yeah. Uh, you have to deal with the fact that people are going to look at you differently. You have to deal with the fact that you uh, possibly let your parents down. You have to deal with the fact that, oh, we have kids together, and you know, I really wanna make sure that they are okay, but I'm also unhappy in this relationship and you give me happiness, but I can't, you know, make my kids unhappy. So unfortunately you're going to have to take the short end of the stick. And some people just get to the point. It's like, I need to be happy. Fuck yeah. everybody else. It's about me and I'm going to do what I got to do. But most times, you know, married men are thinking about everything else, but their happiness. It sounds weird in this scenario uh, because they still, they're trying to eat their cake and have it too, right? Yeah. With, the, with the side chick. Uh, yeah. And that's why the side remains the side. <laughs> so, so uh, EMB, what I, what I want to know is, I, I guess the question stemmed from somewhere. Is it, is it coming from the, the side pieces point of view? <laughs> and them wondering like, are they going to get into, you know- Are they going to uh, get promoted? Yeah, yes, pretty much. <laughs> yes, I mean, I'd only, I have one situation where that happened and they like married, had kids, like everything, it was great. I was shocked. Like I've never mm -hmm. seen it happen like that. But these ones, it's like, it just doesn't sound like they're going to transpire anything and they are the side. So they're just like, really, but they're like, but I really feel that it's just going to go, you know, here. And that to me <laughs> yeah, that sucks. Is, is, is questionable. <laughs> but then when you said, OG, oh, like years is even worse. Like, you know, I, I like, I think that's what they think is like, they're stuck. You know what I mean? They're like, not. the fact that it's been going on for that long is like, well, there must be something. My so question, oh, go ahead, but, OG. So, I mean, it's interesting that you say it that way, right? So, let's, let's, let's break it down like this. I like mac and cheese. That's a side dish. It's mac and cheese. It ain't but so many ways you can dock up mac and cheese. I might even put mac and cheese on some bread and make a mac and cheese sandwich, but it's still mac and cheese. It, it's not a meal and it's not going to be ever going to be a meal. And I'm not going to eat mac and cheese for breakfast, lunch, or dinner every day for the rest of my life. You, I could, put, uh, you could put lobster in it. Okay, cool. But uh, how many, how many, how many sides we gonna we gonna sauce up with some lobster? She can't even buy her own lobster. Uh, 
now now if my if my wife or or my main chick is she she's she's a cut of steak or she's beef i can use that to doctor up a lot of things right yeah what what i'm saying to you is um there's a there's there's a mentality that comes with those positions there's a psychology behind it and if you're the woman who who has accepted being the side piece there's certain ways you move you don't just pop Mm -hmm. up without permission you don't call at a certain time you 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 do behaviors that that coincide and and align with his relationship with the other person and keeping him from getting caught so those are the same behaviors though that'll keep you as a side chick like you will never get promoted because you're the best side chick ever Bird. like you're gonna, be, you're gonna be the side chick manager yeah. like you, you right, know, right, side right, right, and, right. And, and, and his mentality about you is always going to be that you are that person and you're the best version of that person but he will never see you or rarely see you yeah. as that main dish. I think it's great. Well, I guess this I is... gotta go back and tell them that, right? Like I gotta be like, you're no, being the give... best at the job you're hired for and that's yep. why you're still around. This, no, no, no. this, this, this is full circle because it all comes back to knowing your worth, right? Mm-hmm. That per- They have to know their worth. If they feel like they're stuck, it's because they think that that's their worth, that they're stuck. The moment they say, hey, uh, since you got a wife, I'm about to get something else on the side too. How are you gonna feel about that? And they say, uh, if they feel away and they say, oh, I'm going to leave my wife and they actually do, then that's going to happen. That's probably not going to happen. But right. at that point, you know your worth. You know that you are strictly aside and you're not going to be anything else. It's all about knowing your worth. My question Great. is, mm-hmm. my question is, sis, why would you even want that man? Like he has Emotions. shown, I mean, I guess that obviously, like that's what it, what it must be. But like he has shown the ability to not not only be unfaithful but be sneaky, conniving, and like you you don't you there's there's a whole bunch of other shit that comes with that and liar, you want that? No, you, right? You want, no, you want no. Manipulator. I, I asked the same question, but I think at this point, and it goes back to kind of the whole first part where we talked about with Jasmine Sullivan, Sullivan and sleeping with guys to feel worthy. Like, I think they're like I've been through the ringer. I have done X, Y, and Z. Like this hasn't worked. And like, so the best they can do is a married man. Yo, you you don't. You this is not a job. You don't get promoted. <laughs> There's no open positions. Well, there had to be an open position. But also, <laughs> uh, these women who feel like that don't feel like he's being sneaky or conniving or lying to them because you don't lie to the side chick. The side chick's the one you keep it real with. Cause right. you know you ain't worried about the ramifications from her. Sometimes right, they right. lie though when they say I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave. Okay, now now that yeah, lie, that part that lie. Lie. now now you might give them a lie to, to keep string them, them on. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. you know you're not gonna lie. Uh, yeah, I was out with the family today, or they, like she doesn't feel like she's being betrayed in that situation. Is what I would assume. Now what yeah. I would what I would tell you for those particular sides is give them my number. I tell them. I t- <laughs> you don't even have to be the bad guy. I, I tell him. Uh, this. I tell if him. she if she really if she was serious about being promoted, she would show up at that man's house. No, she when she's not, not supposed to. No. If you want the vacancy, make no. it available, no. sis. No, 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 make it available, no, no, sis. I don't have enough bill money. I'm not doing that. I'm not yeah. doing that. That makes, oh, makes that makes the side chick job vacant. By the way, yeah, that's a fact. In yeah. my opinion, everybody's job up for grabs at that point. <laughs> yeah. e- EMB, I would, I would tell her that it's like making the NBA. That her chances of becoming the <laughs> yeah, get out back to that again, right? <laughs> I, I got a, I got a question though. Can I, can, if I'm married, can I get mad at my side chick for cheating? 
Oh my gosh, that's I, I, hilarious. You know, I think men are t- territorial, <laughs> so they do. I wouldn't be surprised. I feel like it you happens. Hell yeah, it does happen. Yeah, I feel happen. like Money you would happens. get upset because men want everything. I feel they like get, you'd be upset. Oh, women uh, do no, too. No, women, women, we people want everything. <laughs> <laughs> women do too. You're not going to come on this show with four guys and put it on us. <laughs> I, okay. I, I personally okay. know of an experience where the woman has gotten jealous when the, the side dude was going out on a date. You yeah. do? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I've known plenty. See, that's what happens. See, and this is this is my problem with cheaters and drug dealers. Motherfuckers don't never know what <laughs> oh, oh. too much is too much. Is the same, huh? Yes, yes. Because instead of taking your million dollars and getting the fuck out the game, you gonna right? put that million dollars back into the streets. Like I'm gonna be a billionaire. No, bitch, you gonna end up in jail. Like, no. A good businessman is what they're trying to be. No, exactly. No, and just like that, cheaters. Cheaters, if your side, if your side dude or your side chick is is going on dates, you need to say, okay, cool. I just need to put out a new application for a new person. But I instead, cannot. I'm new. You want to be out here having everybody, like Thanos. You want all the rings, okay? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, that's real. That's real. But I was surprised. I was surprised. You really just don't know what's happening behind closed doors. You really don't. Nope. Yeah, that, that's, that was wild, and it's funny that um, it's even more apparent during COVID. It's like how oh. how how are people able to move like that during COVID? You you'd be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, you'd be surprised. You know? oh These were some wonderful questions that you asked us. Yeah, yeah, thank you. We You're appreciate welcome. that. Yeah. I, I think that we might put one of those questions on IG, if you don't mind. Actually. Not at all. Please do. Yeah. Please oh, do. no, we, we were just being nice. They, those questions are popular. <laughs> in this podcast now. It ain't, we're going. We just wanted to make sure you were complicit in it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Okay. Now I think it's time we move on to everybody's favorite part of the podcast. Pew, 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 pew. And that is the not so rapid fire. Wait a second. EMB, you new on the show. You got to have a sound effect for the not so rapid fire. Oh, Make up something real quick. Hurry up. <laughs> Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> that, that I have to do. Yeah, I mean, yeah. hey, it gets the job done. All right, hey, man. Please take it away. Keeping along the lines of not knowing your worth or trying to figure out your worth, why is it that when women go out on girls' night out with friends, they get done up, they look like they're actually trying to find a man or another man, and their man at home, when they do movie night, you know, they just look blah. They look like they just rolled out of bed. Why is it that the man at home doesn't get the same look that the world gets? Why is the world more important um, than the man? Well, movie night, you're in the house. Like, is it movie night out? Like, are you going to the movies, like to the movie theater? Because well, I know if I'm going to the movie theater, I'm going to look just as good as if I was going to dinner. See, the problem is out. Out. Why is why can't you look as good in in the house? Because it's like a waste, you know. <laughs> you know? Wow. wow, to look good for your man is a waste. <laughs> That's crazy. Wow. So, like that, like the man, but it's like you know, like it's like you want other people to see it too. You know what I mean? It's like you putting it wow. together. It's like an art. It's like an art. Yeah. So essentially, you know? you don't like, care think about it. When you look at women and you're like, I'm just looking at them. I don't want anymore. It's like an art. It's just so, but we come out like that, you know. So wow. it's like you want to like be seen and you want to like show your beauty and whatever that looks like hey, in the you, house it's like well it's just the mirror and and, and him you, you so, know and the husband 
just us. You, you know, you know, us, the you, most important part, us. You, yeah. You know what you just described sounds like to me? What? Objectifying women. I guess you're right. Okay, not really. No, not when we do it inside, we know. Like for real. That's, that's like, my point. Wait. Y'all are doing it and then get mad that we do it. But y'all were doing it with the intentions of it being done. Yes, but like subtly, could you let us know? Do you really gotta be like catcalling? I us did. I like, said, damn, baby, you got a fat ass. Yeah, that was subtle. That was subtle because I didn't go grab it. For the record, for the record, the EBS hey, podcast is not support catcalling. Yeah, we, we do not condone that type of behavior on we the cut EBS. All this these, shit off. These are, these are all jokes, folks. Yeah. No, no. Oh, God. I, I will no. say this uh, because of COVID, though, I have seen a lot of good loungewear, sexy loungewear. Yeah. That, um, you know, girlfriends and wives are buying. I tell you what, you know. How, how did job. you see? How did you see these things? Because my wife be putting them shits on. Hey. Oh, okay, good, go to good. Bed. Be good, good answer. Good, good answer. answer. Good answer. There you go. There and, you go. Hey, you guys mark back the date. This is the the day where <laughs> a, a Mike told us child number two is on. The way. Right, right. I'm, I'm actually gonna keep track of this. I'm gonna keep track hey, of this. Anything is possible. Okay. I am. All right, moving on to the next uh, rapid fire. I don't know, uh, uh, EMB, I, I don't know if you saw this, but it was it was all ablaze in the streets, in the social medias. The restaurant owner in uh, Dallas that got mad at women for twerking. Mm-hmm. I, I believe uh, the name of the restaurant was True Kitchen Cocktails or something like that. And essentially, uh, you know, he went off on a tirade mm-hmm. and said, you know, I built this as a black man. I built this and you ain't going to be in here twerking because I built this to be a, respect, a respectful establishment for and, my people, you know, for my people. And if you don't like it, I don't need your motherfucking money anyways. Yeah. What did you think about it? I had a problem with it. I mean, what me? What does twerking have to do with respect in my mind? Like, I really don't feel like one has to do with the other. I also had a problem with it, given the fact that we are being told as Black people so much what we can and can't do, and they're mm. always having things to say about what we're doing and then doing it in the same light, and there's not a problem. And I just feel like we need spaces to just be like authentically ourselves and like dancing and having fun and being organic is part of that. And there's so much that can bring us down and you know clouds our day that I just didn't really like it. I feel like he was once again putting parameters around us and like guidelines and like we already have to worry about that and the many masks we wear on a day-to-day basis anyway in this world like why can't we just be in a space that allows us to be uh, us you know like I just we need that I mean then they, that's what happens we don't have those spaces and then these behaviors happen and then situations happen and then we start questioning who we are and I just I mean I had a problem I watched that a few times and I was like <laughs> I get what you're saying but like I just don't think twerking has to do with disrespect I mean like mm-hmm. it's dancing like we're having fun like, it, it might you sound like you, you agree with that. Um, um, I mean, to a certain extent, I, I guess I see both sides, yeah. Um, you know, I, I think the worst thing he shouldn't have cursed for one, but no. at the same time, it's like if it's a brunch situation, you got bands to make her dance in the background, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Unlimited mimosas, yes. What do you think is going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. They're going to take their ass home and twerk. work in your house where it's supposed to be i I, I guess my question is if they were just dancing regularly would he have had a problem with it or did he just have a problem with the fact that people were were dancing no we're missing we're missing the point he wasn't mad that they were twerking he was mad that they were twerking 
he had asked him several times, but the biggest. So point, hold on, yeah, I was gonna I was gonna touch on that right. The biggest after, point after I got everybody's response because um, that that in the initial clip that came out that wasn't clear. Oh, that but happened. also, but also, they were standing on his furniture while right. doing it. Okay. He said he was going to get to it. Do you want to do rapid fire, young buck, or you want to shut the fuck up? Low. My bad. My well, bad. But, but essentially, yes. Is different. So I mean, essentially, yes, there, there was a backstory here. He had asked them multiple times to stop doing it. And it seemed like a slight each time because the women kept doing it. And then the very last time, the straw that broke the camel's back was the woman got on the table and then started twerking. Oh yeah, get out my like like a huge immediately. Yeah, like get out immediately. That's different. That's different. That's That's disrespectful. That's disrespectful. And and that goes to show you, right? Because a lot of stories always come out, and you just see like sometimes you just see people's reactions, and you know people get upset when you ask the question, "What happened?" Right? And sometimes it's important to know what happened because in this scenario. Those women were wrong as fuck, right? Yeah. Because if they had done the same behavior in a white establishment, they the white establishment would call the cops, yeah. right? So, so what he was doing was not trying to call the cops and just trying to educate and just like speak his piece, so as not to call the cops on his black people. You know what I'm saying? But that didn't come out in that initial clip. That initial reaction or that reaction after the fact is what people saw. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Seeing it in that light, that's definitely different. And I get it. And like, yeah. you know, you want to be able to say like, this is what the expectation is when you come in here. And yeah. I'm, you know, I want you to respect the fact that I invested money. Like he said that, you know, mm-hmm. and I know that businesses aren't cheap. And when you start off, you really do, you have to go out on faith. And so, you know, if he asked nicely, you know, a few different times and it was like an F you, then I mean, I get it. He's like, yeah. I'm shutting this down. Yeah. It's a Did you? Did you guys see uh, the guy who was like, if you don't want your producer dancing all in your videos, come over to this side. <laughs> no, but there was a guy that was like, you know, we, you can twerk over here. Yes. $50, <laughs> unlimited Late. drinks, and you can twerk. And so, the thing is, those establishments do exist, though. You know what I'm saying? There, there, there are establishments that exist for that. This man is just saying to the letter of my establishment, I don't want that. Don't yeah. get up on my furniture. Am and I we just- work- we worked at clubs. It was a lot of clubs that started off saying, hey, we don't want women on the furniture because they have high heels. They yeah. put holes yeah. in our chairs. Yeah. And yeah. these chairs ain't cheap, right? Yeah. And then, of, of course, it gets to the point where it's just like, whatever, the shit's all trashed anyways. Yeah. You know, fuck you want to. That's Am true. I the only one who just don't want twerk booty juices on their on they eggs and grits while they eating? Yo, I... Is that gotta, happening? Why did we normalize twerking as respectful behavior? What's I mean, wrong with it though? It's I, dancing. Look, Women love twerking. It's, it's hard to have practice. this conversation. Uh, it, cool, <laughs> cool. I'm fine. I don't get I, it. I, I don't wonderful. get it. Listen, it's, it's good it's, exercise. It, here's, is, here's, here's it really is. You know, know, hey, do you know where you exercise at? Home. <laughs> or home or, <laughs> or the gym. Or, or the gym. This Zumba. ain't. This is not either of them. If if I pulled out uh, some dumbbells and brunch and started, <laughs> somebody's gonna have a problem with that. Especially if I'm grunting and making noise. But here's 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 what all of us on here are are well, with the exception of Young Buck, we're all older than than Young Buck. We're all thirties and above. I remember when twerking was only stripper behavior, and mm. women frowned upon women who were doing it in public. Now, if there's something you're doing at home for your man, or maybe you're in the house with your homegirls, even if you're at a club, but these women are doing are, are out here twerking. They bent over, their skirts are coming up. They, there's no modesty with it anymore. 
and 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 as a man looking at it, and, and I'm and I'm all for female empowerment. I'm all Me for too. women owning their sexuality. Do but that. Picture this: if you were out at brunch and a gentleman gets up on the table and just starts gyrating, just starts gyrating like his dick while making noise. How would you feel about it? You're gonna look like, oh, yeah. Is, I, see, I don't know because I'll, I that's what brunch is like for me. Like, <laughs> I, I, a boozy brunch. Like, I expect to leave at three and not wake up till the next day. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I go to brunch with cool. the point of kind of getting like, like part. Like, but, I used but, to go to but, brunch for that point. Like, did you, you know? did you, did you plan on showing uh, strangers your, your, um, undergarments i didn't plan on it i didn't plan but there were some sundays or saturdays where things took a turn and it might have turned out to be a whole event well i can tell you as a as just as a man if i'm anywhere and i hear women going hey i want to leave oh my god Uh when they start clapping that's all my stories i got i got i gotta when they yeah first of all i don't like that octave it's annoying you shouldn't even follow me on instagram because my whole stories are hey you know you know what it, it's a, there's a behavior that goes with that, but usually when it's only one person, it doesn't last too long. When it's the whole group of women, I don't know what the fuck these guys are talking about because when we go to brunch, we get it in just as well. We I ain't talking. I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Nobody talking though. What are you talking about, nigga? brunch, I eat my food, I go home, I praise the Lord. I ain't never seen nobody twerking while I'm. Yeah, we're not twerking, but you know, we we get loud. You know, that's not what I'm talking about. Stuff. But we're still respectful, though. Yeah. Like, like if 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 they came over to and say, "Hey, you," well, let's put this in, into perspective, right? If the owner comes over and say, "Hey, you guys are too loud. Can you keep it down?" Right. And, Not if you're already drunk. And then it happens again, right? And they say, "Hey, can you guys keep it down?" And then we just decide to get up and just start yelling. That's the equivalent here. And you know what I'm saying? Is that it was intentional? And standing on the furniture. <laughs> and standing yeah, on the furniture. All right. All right. But but I can guarantee you is that if that would have happened to us guys, we'll be like, yo, let's get the fuck out of here, yo. Like, yeah. yo, we're trying to get drunk as bottomless mimosas, all that shit. Yeah. Nah, we're out, man. Fuck this establishment. I'm never coming back here again. Yeah. But you know, hey, listen. At the end of the day, it sounds like owners can create rules about how they want to run their restaurants. Yeah. Try. There, Why not? There, there was a waitress. I can't remember what part of the country it was, but it was obviously during the COVID times. She uh, was waiting on a guy. The kitchen was messing up. A lot of fuck shit was happening. And the guy at the end of the day just said, you know what, just bring me my check. I understand I used to own a restaurant. Just bring me my check. I'll be on my way. The guy ends up leaving a tip of $2,000 for her. She's 21 years old, I believe. She has like a couple of kids, knows her worth. She has a five month old and like a three year old or something like that. So when she saw that she had a $2,000 tip, she was super excited about the fact that she had that and she was already planning Christmas gifts and all that shit until the owner said, yeah, no, we can't approve any tip over $500. Now, I don't know if you've ever worked in the service industry, AMB, uh, but have you ever heard of that? No, I mean, I feel like it's up to the customer to decide how much of a tip you get. I didn't know that there was like a like like a mark, like where you could like own a limit or anything like that. I have never heard of anything like that, and have had friends that have worked in like the service industry, and I don't think that's happened to them either. Right. Like, Initially, when I saw the headline and I saw that she got two thousand dollars, I thought, oh, maybe 
like she didn't get her money. I thought, oh, maybe it's one of those restaurants where you know they all pull exactly and you cash out night. like the busboys, everything exactly. like that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But when I found that, I was like, yo, this is a little peculiar. Like, but but the way she told that story, mm-hmm. that answer of they can't do two thousand dollars or anything over five hundred dollars came later. At first, it initially sounded like they were just being shady, yeah, with with the money and and. Then it t- sounded like they were just not trying to get her to have the money. Yeah. And so, so it 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 was it to me. It sounded it sounded a little off, but I've never heard that either. But I will say her idea about that two thousand uh, dollars being um, <laughs> she's spending it all on toys for the kids tells me that you ain't thinking about your bills, baby. dollars. <laughs> Well, you never know. She might be paying some of her bills, and then the rest. No, she need to be paying all of them. <laughs> you, you're not working here because you just like customer service. Yeah, and, and to even further that 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 uh, that you no know, article, the the guy that left the tip called, and he said, "I was going to ask." That was what I was going to say. Like, he called and he said, "Why wasn't the two thousand dollars taken out? I I left the tip for two thousand. Why'd you only take five hundred dollars?" And they said that's what it was. And then you know the lady wanted to at least. Talk thank to the guy and thank him, and they wouldn't share that information with with her. It seemed like there was hate involved in this, yeah. in my opinion. Oh, one hundred percent. Sounds Absolutely. shady. Absolutely. Real shady. It so is. she, so she did get five hundred, because from my reading, that she didn't even get the five hundred. To me, that's why that's what I gathered from the article. I mean, it okay. wasn't too clear. I mean, it was NYP. Yeah, it, it so, wasn't. Uh, yeah, also <laughs> that part. Uh, but but to close out rapid fire, um, to the fellow. Chiefers, do they still say that? Um, I don't smoke weed, so I don't know what the terminology <laughs> is. But to the people that, oh wow, okay. Uh, to the people that smoke, to the people that 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 consume. I'm the chief when we get off the hill myself. <laughs> yo, to yo, the people really? that like that perp, to the people that like that dank. Hey, you just uh, that good gas. No, OG, I am, I am, I am moving on. Intentionally stop. Yeah, uh, yeah that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. So the house has passed the house has passed a historic bill to end federal marijuana prohibition. And along with that bill, they're gonna uh relook into uh those cases of, of offenders who went into who went to jail mm-hmm. for marijuana based um, non drug non violent drug offenses. Yeah. Uh how, how y'all feel about that? Well, I mean it's about fucking time, right? Say it so, again one more time. About Fucking time. I hey, so. that's right. Roll it up. Hey. Light it up. <laughs> have we know excited. what the we know what the opening to the uh, song gonna be for this. Yeah, Damn right. right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I, I think it's dope. And I think I also read that the NBA is no longer gonna test uh-huh. for marijuana as well. Yeah. And you know, listen, we all know this is not a big fucking deal. Um, they should have never been, you know coming at people but we know why because minorities like, apparently mm-hmm. tend to smoke marijuana a lot more than everybody and, else and, and but they didn't have these big companies able to to capitalize, money capitalize so, so now that you so, got these distilleries this, this is what i think right the moment they found like oh my god there are medical benefits it can cure people with pain there's a way that we can monetize this shit uh-huh then they started like they probably the powers that be because i believe there's uh-huh. some kind of cabal Abs- right they, they got together and they started setting up all these different yeah uh, all these different farms and they got ready and then they yep. passed the state bill and now they're of passing course. the federal bill so yep. i'll tell you what Motherfuckers need to buy weed stock ASAP. I know. Hey, that's a message. Listen, I, yeah, I'm on that. But, you know, uh, uh, and Mike did mention the NBA. 
something recently just came out today. The NBA is supposed to be starting in December, and uh-huh. they recently released a 152-page COVID guideline for okay. the NBA, which includes that players are not allowed to go to bars, clubs, or like large gatherings. How do y'all think this season is going to go? Um, they better go back to that bubble. Is that they have to go to the bubble because otherwise it's not going to be a good look. They're well, not going to follow that. Even look, in the bubble, they were doing stuff. Check, check oh, this yeah. out, right? The NFL is not in a bubble. We see what's happening there. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, you know what, though? I expected the NFL to be so much worse. I mean, they, they, okay. they, they have audible if i can uh they have mm-hmm. audible and they've gotten better at like and they dealt with the situations that they as they arise and they, they're learning as they go along and i i really believe that the nba is learning from the nfl right now which is why they came out with that 152 big document but the nba has always been ahead of the nfl anyway, yep. so that's I probably got, why they're I got, I got a question because uh-huh. every time i go to a restaurant you know i'm i'm new to this whole covid thing excuse me every time i <laughs> every <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I wasn't in the country for for this, so I'm, oh, I'm, just, get, I'm, oh, just, oh. I'm just getting back. Um, oh. The they say large gatherings is anything over six people. Mm-hmm. Well, last I checked, every NFL team, the NBA, <laughs> I mean, the, the NBA NBA team got eleven people on their 18. roster. Eighteen. I mean, I think it's outside of the teams, you know. Like, yeah, but all these not people, including coaches, coaches, and right? Staff. All these people that was outside came to practice. What are we talking about? Yeah, I, but, I mean, I, I think they're going to start off this way, but you know, if it doesn't work out, they go to the bubble. It's just it's difficult, yo, because in the bubble you can't see your family and all that, and, and you're going to go a whole season in the fucking bubble there's no way. nah just don't have the sport well so so they're essentially asking them to go an entire season in a bubble or bring uh, your family which is a social bubble right mm-hmm. it's just stick with your family do the daily needs uh the what do they call those people essential workers do the essentials mm-hmm. right and don't do any extracurriculars which the nba is prone to do is like hey guys listen we just say y'all can smoke weed how about y'all just fucking smoke weed all day and don't yeah, go out? You know and- what happens when you smoke weed? <laughs> yeah, I know. You do dumb shit. I know. I know. And that's NBA players, not oh. dumb shit, but you get the munchies. Now you gotta go to the strip club because yep, I got the best true, wings in the world at the strip club. Again, <laughs> dumb shit. Why you go? Yeah, you know what? <laughs> Yo, the grocery store is more than six people. If your if your wife goes to get groceries and then comes home, uh, uh, that's how this happens. But, but see, here's the thing, right? With bars and clubs. The exception is if you're drinking, if you're eating, you can take your mask off. off. Yeah. That's where shit starts popping. And yeah. these clubs and these establishments are not following guidelines because we know and we work mm-hmm. the clubs. They barely fight. No, not barely. They didn't follow fire code guidelines. Hell they not not as many people as they could into all these establishments because that sure meant did. more money for them. You know what I'm saying? So why yeah. do you think that it's going to be the same? Because they still have to pay their workers. They still have to, uh, you know, make sure they stay in the in, in the black. So yeah, I mean, this this is gonna be interesting. All this stuff is all entertainment for me, anyways, from the confines of my home, anyway. So I'm yeah. excited for this shit. Well, they should be able to keep it together. I mean, as much as they're getting paid, I mean, they're not really being asked to do too much. I don't really feel bad. Yeah, but they're, all, they're they're all infants. Really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's not make it about the NBA or, or, or professionals. We can't get regular Negroes to stay in the house. <laughs> <laughs> True. True. Anyway, anyway, shout outs. Yes, that's what's next. Any shout outs? Me? 
Yeah. Yeah, I do have a shout out actually. Yes, okay. I do. Awesome. Now, now this is where my true educator side comes from. So my girl Monique, she works with me at my job. She's a learning specialist, but she's also a published author. And so she has this book and it's called When Mama Braids My Hair. And like, it's a pretty big deal. And she's going to be on PBS on December 17th. And she's going to be reading her book. And it's about, you know, um, a book about like the history about what it means and um, the relationship about like braiding hair as a young black girl and that time with your mother and what that means and how you identify with it. And then the different standards of beauty just through black culture. And it's really great because, um, you know, we don't really see ourselves reflected in a lot of like literature and stuff like that when it comes to children's books. So it's a pretty big deal for her and she's been doing her thing and she's been on this for like seven or eight years and within the last year it's really picked up for her and she's been having all these awesome opportunities but to be on PBS is like a goal and I'm super excited for it. So yeah. That's so, not, that sounds yeah. awesome. So, yeah. Monique. Does, does Monique have a last name and does yeah, she Monique have Duncan. An, does she have an Instagram that she does. You know, that she does. She does. She does have an Instagram. It's Sweet Pea Books. Okay. And you can go follow her and you can hear some of her read alouds and some of the other places where she's shared her book. I have it. And it's an awesome read. So yeah, I'm excited for her. Is it is it P like the vegetable P E A? Yep, exactly. Like sweet pea. Sweet pea, yep. Mm-hmm. Sweet awesome. pea. Uh, shout out to Monique. Shout out to Monique. Nice to her too. I got, I got a shout out too. Oh okay. I wanna I wanna shout out our media personality. What, 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 what is her title? Media uh, social media manager. Yeah, I'm shouting her out. She's done an excellent job. As mm-hmm. we said earlier in the, uh, the episode, it's her birthday. So nice. happy birthday! Happy we appreciate birthday. you. Um, hopefully you you are enjoying your day and uh, your day off because we only give days off for your birthday. <laughs> yep, that's it. <laughs> the only time. Well. <laughs> Moving forward. Uh, we... you no, know, I forgot. My friend's going to be on PBS on December 17th. So people know when to watch. December 17th. Please watch and support. It's the episode World with Weather. It's like W. They're focusing on that that day. So it's kids show. So yeah, December 17th, PBS. Okay. So nice. do do we bill Monique for this? Uh, <laughs> oh, oh my god! No, the, she she gave this to you guys. For, you know, this is this is her. So yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You're um, welcome. We have a shout out from uh, Obi Wan. I'm I'm probably gonna butcher this name, so I apologize. Kizmekia Corbett. Okay. She led the Moderna COVID nineteen vaccine team. Oh, Moderna. Okay. Very nice. Yes, yes. So uh, we want to shout her out as well. That's awesome. And shout out to Obi Wan who can be there with us. Yes. Yes. Shout out to Obi Wan. I guess we give him a shout out. Whatever. I mean, he put the he put the list together. Yeah, he, did, he, did. He, did. he did what he was supposed to do. So wow. Okay. This guy's brutal. Any know, other shout right? outs? I mean, we can shout out our guest. Yes, yeah. shout out to our yes. guest. Hey. Shout out to shout out to EMB. You know, um, thank you. MB, uh, go MB. <laughs> hey. See, I did it. See? <laughs> but it, but but you weren't standing on the furniture twerking. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> yes. Thank you. thank you for uh, joining us. We really appreciate it. We had, we had a good time here. Great I questions. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I did awesome. Too. <laughs> Uh, so, Young Buck, you want to close? Uh, actually, let me give a shout out. Shout out to the black people. I'm still in your line, uh, young, young Buck. Yeah, shout out to all our black people, kings and queens, you know. Hey. Hey. You, you didn't finish it, though. <laughs> right, go ahead, wrap stay it up. Stay blessed, stay beautiful. 
to stay black. Facts. I had no choice on the last one. Well, shout out Morgan Stanley first one, Michael Jackson. <laughs> we're not, we're not, look, see, this one, Brian and this Cardell. has been, and this has been another episode, episode 82 of the is EBS podcast. Yes, yes we, I didn't say it in the beginning, but this is episode 82 at EBS podcast. And we out. We out. Sandwiches. Holla, sandwiches. <laughs>